Medicine and Molecular Medicine podcast. Um, we're going to be doing this podcast from uh, the Vienna, from the EANM in 2017. But before I get on to that, which is a good podcast that deals with um, uh, new forms of image reconstruction for SPECT, um, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Melbourne next month in April. Um, that's the uh, World Federation of Nuclear Medicine Biology. And if you don't know about it, it's really like the Olympics of, of nuclear medicine. Um, all of the World Federations of uh, Nuclear Medicine get together once every four years and that means some of the best stuff you'll ever see all happens in one place. So um, we're doing lots of speakers from all over the world, but just from here in Australia, I'll give you a hint of what we might be doing. What, we, uh, what we're likely doing is Theranostics. Uh, Melbourne, for example, is one of the leading sites for that. We've done things like cancer therapy for prostate cancer, cancer therapy for uh, bowel cancer, cancer therapy. Um, we all know about the cancer therapy that's really working with neuroendocrine tumors. So that's the kind of stuff that we're going to be dealing with um, and new ways of doing that, new ways of doing monitoring that therapy with, with PET and SPECT, um, new ways of new traces and new ways of dealing with that. We're also going to be looking at neurology, in particular new amyloid traces, new tau traces, new ways of using those traces to manage the therapies which are beginning to work in Alzheimer's disease and to deal with some of those controversies that deal with that. There's going to be a lot of exciting stuff and I didn't even mention the cardiology. So uh, just Google World Federation of Nuclear Medicine and Biology and we'll be able to uh, make you a link and come down and see us. Uh, it's a great place to visit. Meanwhile, let's get on with the podcast. Right. Thank you again uh, for agreeing to uh, talk on the Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Medicine podcast. Um, and we're again here at the EANM uh, uh, 2017 meeting in Vienna and uh, I just listened to uh, an excellent talk um, on on uh, an area that I think has got a lot of room for growth and a lot of room for development um, and uh, perhaps before we get into that perhaps you could tell introduce yourself tell us what your name is and where you're from yes my name is Emma Wickberg and I'm from uh, Gothenburg University Hospital or Sahlgrenska University Hospital but uh, Gothenburg University yes and gotten to, and I've been there, it's a lovely place. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, so um, you did a presentation, and I, I, maybe I'll just concentrate on one aspect of it. You, you looked at a, a very interesting uh, method of uh, reconstruction of, uh, of pet, uh, pet images. What was Spectrum. that? Spectrum. <laughs> Sorry, what is that? Yes. <clears throat> Uh, yes, it's a reconstruction code that we have uh, written, or uh, my colleague here has written, uh, and it's a reconstruction code that uses Monte Carlo simulations in, in the forward projection right. of an uh, iterative Olsen reconstruction. Right. So, I mean, that's a little different because normally you do uh, just a, a direct projection method in the in the forward projection before you mm -hmm. do the before you do your iterations back again um, and update it. But by introducing Monte Carlo, it's going to represent more. A real-world situation for SPECT. Do you agree with that? Yes. Right. So um, one would expect that this reconstruction would improve the uh, improve the uh, resolution of the images without producing the artefacts generated by a point spread function. Would that be a fair comment? Yes. Right. So, um, well, I looked at the images and that's what they looked like. <laughs> right. <Would> Great. You... <laughs> right, and they look good. They look very good. And of course, this is a clever way of doing things. However, when you came to test them, it didn't go quite as what you'd expect. I would have mm -hmm. thought. Tell me about what happened. Yes. So we had a 
uh, a trained nuclear medicine specialist look at the images. Uh, <laughs> here, my colleague here. And uh, he could not uh, detect the metastases that we knew were there. Um, although um, uh, we had used this new reconstruction technique, but um, I think that uh, one, one of the reasons is that the, the observers today are not used to viewing or reviewing the images uh, because it's a new way of looking at the images, but also um, uh, the, the metastases that we looked at are uh, so small that we, we didn't know they were there right. when the examination was done. So we did a three-year follow-up and we could see that uh, a couple of patients or 13 patients had liver metastases. So we don't know if, if they are there. We, we actually don't know the, uh, the truth right. or which patients that have the metastases or how, how big they are or how small they are. Um, right. So. So I guess one way you could do this instead of using observer confidence, uh, you could test this by using um, a data set with a known truth or two groups of people yes, with exactly. a known truth. We are, so. uh, we are working on that right now. We are uh, simulating metastasis uh, and uh, yes, into the raw data and then reconstructing the data uh, so we know where we have put the metastases, yes. Right. Um, I wouldn't be so concerned about the early acceptance of these, these type of images. I know for in, in the early days of SPECT and early days of Recon, when we did things, a lot of doctors didn't like it. They, they, looked, they said it looked artificial, it looked plasticky. Uh, their comfort, they thought it was magic. Um, it, it didn't, it didn't, they didn't feel didn't have confidence in those images that it was telling them what they expected. They thought that this might look too good to be true. Mm. In fact, it wasn't too good to be true. It really did improve things, but but but, but that was the belief. And, and even now, many years later, when iterative reconstruction is moving into CT, you spoke to radiologists, they'll say, oh, yes, these iterative reconstructions of CT, like flash, for example, so they look plasticky. They don't look right, you know? And 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 that's often the, the initial thing. So maybe you're better off using some objective measure um, of a quantification uh, of other types of scans, not necessarily metastatic disease, but mm -hmm. comparing uh, regions of the heart or uh, uh, parts of the brain or other sorts of aspects in order to in order to use this. And of course, your technique could also be used in many ways in, in not just SPECT, it could be used in, yes, in, yes. in other things. Too. We are, we are um, uh, thinking about uh, advancing to uh, PET imaging because of um, at, at Sahlgrenska University Hospital we we don't do uh, the OctroScan anymore. We right. use uh, Gallium 68. Yes, indeed. Yes, so um, yeah, we have uh, thought about that and maybe, yes, in advancing to PET imaging. Yes, I think that would be very encouraging and I think there'd be a lot of a lot of space for that. Um, I thought that was a, a really interesting talk. I really appreciate it. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> well, how about if you tell us where we can find out more information about the work you're doing? Uh, yes, we have a, a web page. Yeah. Uh, www.phonsa.se. Yes, phonsa.se. Okay. <laughs> okay, excellent. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much for taking your time. I know you've got a plane to catch. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, appreciate you coming along to the meeting. Okay. Thank Thanks. you very much. Okay. Thank you. Thanks.